You're listening to Soul Roadmap Podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 81. Hello, how are you doing today? Okay, it's almost 2020. If you're listening to this after the new year or way, way in the future, stick with me here because what I'm going to be talking about is going to be applicable to any time you are transitioning from a failure to something that you really want, right? Not a failure. So one of the questions that I want to talk to you about, two of the questions I want to talk to you about are how big were you willing to fail in 2019 and how well did you fail? Now these have become new ways for me to think this year and these thoughts are new to me so I imagine they may sound new to you too that it's good to fail. In fact, the only way we can grow is to fail over and over again. It sounds obvious when we say it, but how often do we really take it to heart? Instead, we most often choose to beat ourselves up for failing or we give up one goal for another goal. So we don't have to really look at how we failed in one area of our lives. We're just moving on to something that we're more successful at because it's easier for us. It keeps us out of that uncomfortable zone. So we're going to explore today how you can get into a resourceful state before you begin looking at those failures. And once we get into this resourceful state, we're better able to be objective and become incredibly intentional about how we want to shift our focus in the upcoming year. That means we will be more intentional about how we approach everything, how we spend our time, where we're spending our energy, everything. Before we jump in, if you're listening to this before December 14th, there is still time to enroll in my live online workshop, how workshop, how to manage your 2020 calendar. Inside this workshop, I'm going to teach how we can leverage failure to grow not only within our businesses, but also as humans. Now, you can learn more about this at dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop. That's dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop. Now, I tell people that becoming a business owner, and if you own your own firm, you're not just a lawyer, my friend, you own a business, is one of the biggest jumpstarts to personal growth, especially if you use the tools I'm sharing with you in this workshop. Go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop to learn more and get enrolled. That's dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop. All right, let's jump into our year in review, really. So did you fail spectacularly this year? I hope so. Sounds strange hearing me say that, right? Well, we've been taught since we were little kids that failure was a bad thing, that getting an F meant that you were a failure. We were taught to be robots, always seeking the right answer to please our teachers and maybe our parents, too. Was that just me? I was a nervous wreck one time. I, um, I found out I had a C-plus in pre-calculus, and I had gotten A's in all of my other classes, and I was totally embarrassed and ashamed to get that C-plus. It was unheard of. I was sure all my hopes of becoming a college student were dashed and that my dad's head was going to explode. Luckily, none of that happened. I made it out to be a much bigger deal than it really was, but to me, a C-plus was the equivalent of an F. In my mind, I wasn't just bad at math. I was 
bad as a human. Now it's normal for our brain to default to the shame setting when we've trained it to think of that as our normal, our baseline. But don't make uh, a financial milestone, like just not meeting that financial milestone mean that you're bad. We take on things like debt as something like making it mean that we're bad. We'll snap at a partner and because we haven't had enough sleep, we feel ashamed that we did that after the fact. We skip the gym to do a little extra work at the office and we tell ourselves that we're bad. Well, what if we skipped the beating ourselves up part, the part where nothing good comes of it, and focus on something that will move us into a more resourceful state. Something like, I didn't make that financial milestone, and that's okay. Then we can get to work understanding what happened and how we can move forward. Or you could say something like, I took on more debt than I would have liked last year. And then get to work. We're getting to work on ourselves. We're not blaming anyone. We're not even blaming ourselves. We become objective observers of our actions so we can deconstruct our quote unquote failures in a neutral way and move forward towards our goals without the shame we automatically pile on. So first, what does it mean to fail? I heard one person phrase failure like this and it really resonated with me. Failure is just information. It's information that what we did didn't work, that's all. In high school, we're not taught to keep failing until we get an A. I'm not sure if you remember this, but it didn't seem like most of the kids who got F stayed in the, or it seemed like the people who got F stayed in that F and D zone and never really got A's, but it was the kids who got a B plus or an A minus. Well, we were the ones who were asking for extra credit to boost our GPA, right? And it was, like we were already playing the game as it was set out for us. And all school was was a game where you play who can be the best at doing exactly what you're told and regurgitating what you're told. And when you have a business, you have to fail to learn what works and what doesn't work. It's basically the exact opposite of how we were trained as children. There's no right answer. It's all a big experiment. And when something works, we still label it as a success. And when something doesn't work, we either label it as a failure or we can label it as information to get us to our ultimate goal. Which one do you think is more resourceful to move forward? All right, second, what does it mean to fail well? All of us will fail, but not all of us will fail well. The way I see it, there are three ways to fail. Well, four. One, we throw up our hands and give up on our goal. Two, we beat ourselves up over not achieving a goal and self-flagellate ourselves, either never reaching our goal because, well, we just can't get in the mindset to do it when we're self-flagellating, or we reach it but we're so stressed out that we can't enjoy our wins. Now three, we make time to reflect on what's working and what's not working before deciding to move forward. But four, four I really enjoy. Not only do we make time to intentionally reflect, but we recognize that reaching the goal isn't what's important. What's important is who we become on the journey there. So does this sound corny to you? Ask yourself this, what do you expect to get on the other side of that goal? What is it? If you achieve the financial goal, the personal goal, that you have your eyes on, what exactly do you think will be different? 
I think that when I became an attorney that I thought that I'd feel secure, that I'd have more than enough money to make me feel safe. But the reality of that was that I would never have enough money to feel safe. I needed to work on my own self-doubt and fear surrounding scarcity in my life to feel like I have enough in my life. Now, you're still going to be you on the other side of your goal. It's not as if your problems go away. It's not as if your brain suddenly starts thinking different thoughts. It's not as if you're going to win someone's love or feel better about yourself or feel like you have enough or whatever you want. If you believe that achieving your goal will bring you peace, you must begin creating that peace in your life now before you've achieved that goal. If you want happiness, you have to find a way to become happy now rather than waiting on the other side because there's no happiness waiting on the other side of that financial goal. You've got to really look at creating what you want in your life right now. That is the work of failing well. Finally, how, how can you put yourself into a resourceful state before you begin deconstructing your 2019 to make way for the new year? So for this, I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to write down all of your wins, every single little one and every single big one, because we tend to forget just how many amazing things we've accomplished and instead we focus on what we could have done better or shouldn't have done. And that's why you have to spend a really good amount of time writing this. I'd say about 20 minutes reviewing all the projects, the personal milestones, where you did anything that moved you in a good direction, something that you wanted for yourself. It can be something relatively small, like creating a website or something big, like closing a big deal with a new client. It could be getting your Christmas cards out in time. Just be sure to notice when your brain wants to go back to default and says to you, well, that was great, but I really should have dot, dot, dot. Just tell your brain, look, I see what you're doing there, brain, but pull yourself back and then start writing some more because I guarantee you, if you start really looking at what you accomplished this year, you're going to find so much there. It really surprised me when I started thinking on this, just how much I glossed over. I didn't celebrate. I didn't recognize these milestones that I had actually made because I was so focused on those things I didn't achieve, those things I wanted for myself that I didn't make happen. So be sure to really spend some time on this. And if you're ready to take these tools and apply them to next year, I want you to join me in a couple days for the online 2020 calendar workshop at dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop. Getting in this resourceful state before you take action will help you make the strides you need to make to grow even closer to your goals in 2020. You can sign up for that workshop at dinacataldo.com forward slash 2020 workshop. All right. I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye for now.